Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 202. The cake is a lie. <laughs> it certainly is. In this week's episode, it's Alex's birthday. Yes, old. JFG Ash goes to hospital. JFG Alex gets his perfect present. Thanks to the missus. There's Tetraminos in the news. And finally, Panthug or Panthug? Tricky one. Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. This is episode 202. My name is Alex and I'm joined, as ever, by my very good friend, Ash. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you doing this week? You all right? I'm all right, as always, buddy. I'm feeling good on a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sparkling thoughts give me... to <laughs> fucking... Yeah, buddy. <laughs> He's just scatting away there. I like just it. trying it on? Yeah. What? Nothing, mate. I love it. I'm very, yep. I'm very happy about that. So yeah, good. Hey, happy birthday! <laughs> Hi to you, my friend, whose birthday it was this week. Happy, uh, happy birthday! Thank you for the happiness that you have sent. That's some um, joy going to you from me. There it is. It's very generous. Well, very generous. Uh, you won't get any more it. though. Oh, God, no. No? So, go on, then. Tell me about it. What, my my birthday or my week? Well, I, uh, all right. I, I suppose the two things yeah, aren't they're, mutually they're exclusive, are they? Common, I guess, so... It's sort of the same as... Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I had a surprise for my birthday. Um, I went away for the night and what? had a lovely time. In the fine city of Bristol, buddy. Which Bristola. It's a, it's a fine city. I have to say, it's one of my favourite cities in the UK. That's it's nice. It's kind of got everything, really. And um, I've been there a few times uh, when I was at Union Bath. It's only like sort of 10, 15 miles between the two cities. Um, and then, yeah, so went there last year for uh, that stag adventure. Was it last year or the year before? It's hard to tell. The, the years are flying yeah. by, buddy. Yeah. Weathering weathering my skin and soul. But, uh, yeah, we, we were down there for that. That was really fun. And then, uh, yeah, the missus just surprised me. She'd booked a, a hotel stay on the Saturday night. Uh, we were going to a gig on the Saturday evening for a band that I'd never heard of. And then uh, she'd also adopted a red panda at Bristol Zoo, buddy. And we were going to go meet it and introduce ourselves as its new parents. So, because uh, that's how it works. And panda we, we watch. thought we'd, yeah, panda watch indeed, buddy. We <laughs> thought we'd decide on the way down whether we'd let them keep it there for now or bring it home. Obviously, uh, that makes sense. Famously, yeah. huge fans of uh, having a tropical pool to play in, red pandas, mm-hmm. and we've not yet installed one in the flat. So we decided <laughs> to, to to leave it at the zoo for now. But I did inform uh, all the park attendants that. We'd give you'll them a ring back. when we were going to come, yeah, and, come and pick it up. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. yeah, nice. So, yeah, it was fucking cool, buddy. Went down to... <laughs> nice. uh, had, had, a, had quite the game night and then went on down to Bristol and uh, 
yeah, had a little wander about, checked in and so on. And, uh, yeah, just did like a mammoth pub crawl basically around like all of my old haunts from when I was down in Bath and just nice. like going around all the, which was great. And, uh, went and got some cheeky tapas. Um, went to the metal pub, went to the brew dog pub and, uh, and then ended up at Rough Trade Records, which has, uh, it, it's a music shop and label, but they've also got a venue out the back. It yeah. uh, was relatively recently opened. And yeah, there's a band playing called Fur. And uh, they're like a sort of 60s throwback kind of band. They sound a little bit like early Beatles. Um, but with that, you know, modern hipster twist. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. There's a couple of good supports as well. Uh, it was really weird. Someone that I used to go to uni with was cl- like listed as attending on yeah. Facebook. And I was like, that's a bit weird. But he does live in Bristol, so it's not crazy weird. It's just a bit of a coincidence, and then uh, he was uh, he was playing keyboards in the opening band. That's why he was going. So uh, that was quite cool <laughs> to see see one of my old like uh, uni people like playing a gig and then having a chat and catching up afterwards. That was cool. And then yeah, on the uh, on the Sunday we went to the zoo and we went up to Clifton, which is like a like cool fucking trendy little sort of the village of Bristol uh, with lots of restaurants and pubs and shit and uh, also a massive fuck off suspension bridge which is one of the coolest things in the UK as well it's pretty um, big so yeah it's fucking absolutely mammoth over this giant gorge uh, and yeah so all in all yeah, it's fucking great sound, I, I got absolutely shit faced on yeah, Saturday night like you do uh, got back to the hotel at one in the morning and insisted on having a double whiskey on the rocks um, which Always goes down well. Uh, I woke up in the morning with like a slight cut on my nose, which I don't really know how I got. Uh, and it's a good apparently, thing. I, I went to the loo when we got back to the hotel room, and the missus heard like a thud. So we presume that I just like fell forward and hit my face on the sink or something. But I've no way of knowing because I wasn't really in there anymore. She she doesn't know. She was in the other room. It's a sign of a good night, I would say. Definitely, um, buddy. So, yeah, it was fucking cool. And nice. uh, we had a really, really nice, like, fucking massive, like, f- flame-grilled burger on the Sunday as well. And we had a little look around, uh, what's it called? It's, it's like our equivalent of oh, natural, what's it called, the shop with all the gadgets and bullshit in it. They do, like, comics and... Um, oh, Fucking board yeah, games and that, you know this one of those one. yeah yeah um, that place we went in there it was a big one in Bristol and that was fun um, looking at Harry Potter memorabilia and that sort of thing. I mean you gotta have some Harry Potter memorabilia you got to times. it's rude not to really? yeah they had wands in there uh, standard uh, old fumble dick or whatever and then yeah so that's fine uh, and that's basically all I've done because obviously I'm working again so I don't get to do anything else anymore them's the rules I worked on my birthday was utterly fucking miserable that's obviously. Uh, that's always going to happen had a really nice meal out on the Monday night they went to Zorba buddy of course as you <gasps> well know like uh, not only the not only the best Turkish restaurant in town but Perhaps the best restaurant in town. Whoa. Uh, Heavy. Bold and outrageous, but probably true. And then last night, I was down the Cassidy's for the Liverpool Bayern board draw, buddy, with friend of podcast Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been been double busy, frankly. I've been cock of the walk, man about town. Yeah, Yeah. mate. I mean, Bristol, 
I think I've been yep. there once. I went to the train station on my way to Bath. Um, so okay. That's one thing about Bristol I've seen. Uh, there you go. We can relate to that. I used to know one of the biggest gang members in Bristol. He was a nice guy. Oh, yeah. He, Lovely. Yeah, he was uh, a head honcho. He was also a Liverpool supporter, which was nice. There you go. Good times. and uh, Common ground. Um, I'm going to Bristol next week. Are you? Days. I am. I'm going for a few days. Uh, I think it's like Monday night, Tuesday night. Got some, got some work on down there, mate. Got to do some filming and shit, so... Oh, fucking sweet, buddy. Well, if you want any recommendations for super cool pubs and places to go, then I'm your man. Well, I'll be hitting you up and be like, where's this super cool pub? Probably the metal pub that sounds good, because I'm going yeah, it's with called, a, a big metal fan. So, yeah. It's called the it's called the Crown. It's uh, not just a metal pub. They also have football on in there. And That's it's a uh, a, about a 20-second walk from the Brewdog pub. So, uh, there you are. I mean... That just sounds like the best place to me. So you need back and forth. There's also a really cool place there called the Mother's Ruin, which (laughs) smells terrible inside because like the name presumably. Well, they boarded. They boarded. I think they boarded the windows up in the seventies or something to deal with like noise pollution and shit. That will happen. um, It's like a. Basically, the inside of a... Uh, if you put, like, two terraced houses together and knocked the middle wall in yeah. and then turned that into a pub on, like, three stories, all of the stories being only sort of three quarters across the size of the room. So yeah. it's on this, it's like this weird, like, dolls house, basically. <laughs> but they've got a fucking cool bar in there and loads of great beer. So nice. it's, uh, it's well worth a visit. Yeah, and they've got, good, like, buddy. a piano embedded in the wall in there that you can play. So that's quite nice. Standard stuff, really. You're gonna want. You're gonna want to have the old wall piano, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's important. The acoustics on that thing must be amazing. Perfect, I'm sure. Oh, Not in any yeah. way muffled or destroyed no. by the surrounding plaster wall. No, yeah. perfect. Being Given. So, uh, <laughs> so there, there you are, buddy. There's some recommendations. Yeah, um, I'm on board. Yeah, there's also a there's also a large container ship there that uh, is uh, now a venue called Thecla, and you can uh, go and party in the hold. So that's nice as well. That's Reminds well. me that of, nice... uh, what was the place in Leeds? I can't remember. The, the Dry Dock. There you go. You know it. I only lived there I know for it. like five years. I can't remember. <laughs> I went there once, so I remember. Yeah, you've been but, there uh... before. I used to go there, like I think it was like every Thursday, because it was like pound a pint, and it was like piss water. Like standard yeah. places in university towns where the drinks are terrible. But yeah. it's only a Water pound. Down, but a pound, dead some pool tables. Yeah. It, and also it was a boat in a field. So that was always good as well. Standard stuff, mate. It was <laughs> great. So- I was going to say, I remember doing my master's. Like It was like the final showpiece. And it was literally just up the road from it. And we all got set up. And then we were, we were like, well, we've got like two hours to kill before all these like important people come around to see our like exhibition. And like, well, we should probably go to the pub. So we just went down there, had about three pints, came back and smashed it, really, I believe. I mean, it felt good at the time. Probably no, it's wasn't. Con- you know. It's conveniently located to the, next to the uni entrance, isn't it? It is, so that's it is very handy. much so, which is handy, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> good times, anyway. Drinking in boats, always fun. I guess, honestly, the, you know, the, the UK's pub game these days is strong. 
it really is strong i know a lot of pubs have been kind of gentrified and a lot of them they're therefore have like gone a little bit generic but that's only the ones that were like shit in the first place that's true the good ones the good ones really have just got better and it's it's a wonderful world if you want to maybe sink 10 pints across 12 hours and spend the rest of your life getting slowly fatter then this is the place for you I feel the united like kingdom buddy I'm nailing that right now <laughs> bang on same yeah. here b so uh, yeah what uh, what have you been up to this week eh i mean actually not a lot as as always you know um, okay so brief description uh, i played uh, on game night uh, i think like you finished it about half one because fifa was just terrible and you were like i've had enough of this shit because it's a pile of wank and stayed on till three in the morning playing apex legends with uh with pj um it, I can't remember how it went, but I was very drunk, so I'm sure it was good. Uh, and there was me trying to explain how to play the game in muffled speech and just slurring all over the place. Uh, yeah, it went down smoothly. It was good fun. Um, that was after some cracking F1 as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, oh, I got the wheel out, night. didn't I? I, I fashioned yeah. a wheel stand out of a bar stool, which was fucking genius on my half. I'd say. Very impressive, buddy. And a uh, friend of the podcast, Paul, has just picked up the G29 and uh, a stand. He <gasps> no got it today, shit, so son. he's ready for Wheeltown game night this week as well. Time for a pasting, I believe. Yeah! <laughs> we'll get the job done. Um, on uh, what, uh, Monday night, I was in A&E till six in the morning. That was a fun night. Um, my son came out in some kind of massive rap. Oh, pardon me, gas, uh, massive rash, and um, we, they couldn't find out what it was. It was an allergic reaction. They think it was maybe a bite, but they they don't know. And um, Yeah, it was really bad. I was very scared uh, and also very tired at the time. Yeah, I got back. Yeah, I think I got back about six. Uh, and Is he all right? <laughs> yeah, no, he's okay now. Um, they, they gave him some steroids. I was like... Yeah, no. I'm just going to let him ride it out for a day and then see if he needs the steroids. Like, I, I think that's I, fairly sensible. They, yeah. they 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 cannot wait to fucking prescribe shit in, the, in those NHS hospitals. Just just, just like, take take drugs and take fuck the, off. Yeah, take this and you know you'll be all right. It's like sure. <laughs> we don't know what like, it is. We don't know. But what we're going to prescribe you something these, anyway for these, your little. These son. might do something, but yeah. they might not. I think that's what Fantastic. the words he said. So yeah, we left it and, he, and uh, yeah, the, the rash has kind of eased off. Uh, so that's nice. He's pretty much all better now. Um, talking about the boy, I got him. Uh, he was uh, one of his mates. He's got, I think it's like Xbox. He's got an Xbox One and plays loads of Minecraft on it. And I was like, I don't know why. Uh, he told me about it ages ago. So like, I had the 360 in his room, but I had to pay for Xbox Live for that. And I was like, oh fuck that. And um, I thought, oh, I bet it's got fucking crossplay, isn't it, with um, PC? And obviously, I've got, well, I bought. Fucking Minecraft, like, how many times now? Five times? I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> it must be. <laughs> easily. And, uh, yeah, got it on the PC and got that up and running with uh, the Xbox Live app. And, yeah, they were doing some cross-play. But mostly I was pretty chuffed with the fact that I was like, nah, mate, if, if you're going to play this, you've got to use mouse and keyboard. you just got to fucking do it. And, you know, he chucked a whole day on it because, you know, he felt like shit. I was just like, go for it mate you just go nuts and by the end of it he was he was fucking smashing the buns obviously not like just banging them you know 
was all over the keyboard pressing all the right buttons and stuff. I was like, fuck me. So much better on mouse and keyboard Minecraft. It's just yeah. designed for it, isn't it? Exactly. Like, it's, it's fucking always awesome. been the best way to play it. Yeah. So I'm very proud of him for getting Good on shit. the old M and K or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm not cool. I wish I was. <laughs> Uh, had the BBC in doing some recording at work. Um, they they came in to do their first recording of a three part series they're doing on uh, on me. Pretty much, I'm going to say it's about me. Uh, it's all about you specifically, not, not the area I work in. But it, uh, you know, it's only a three man team, and I'm part of that. And obviously, I'm the most important one, so it's about me. Um, yeah, about all the fucking shit that we do in prison. So that was kind of cool. They came in and did some. Some filming and stuff, and then finally, buddy, I'm really struggling to find time to play VR because, you know, most of the time I come home from work, I sink a beer, and then I'm like, I can't play VR now. You know, it's just a bad idea. It's so, troublesome. I, I'm just trying to find that day where I don't come back and nick a beer. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it it depends on the game you're playing, obviously. But anything True. involving like swift changes in uh, direction, yeah, um, and and yeah, it, it, it I've I've found it, it's the biggest danger. Like, uh, like not not having any booze in your system, you're probably fine, or, or at least you know it, it builds gradually rather than yeah, coming exactly. at you like a powerful moss. So yeah, it's uh, it's a tricky one, buddy. But uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll happen for you. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy. I, I will get stuck into it. And uh, I don't know if you saw, buddy. Well, you did see because I sent you a message that uh, Star Trek Bridge Cruise only uh, £16 now or £20 for the next generation upgrade DLC add-on as well. I don't know if you, if you fancy a bit of that, do you? Huh? I, I sure do, buddy. I can always flog my disc copy. I think I only paid like eight quid for it anyway. And uh then we can get stuck in. And that one is better with alcohol, I must say. Fucking sweet. Uh, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, there's no dangers <laughs> for uh, motion sickness in that one. You're just on the bridge. You, so, it's, you know, you're essentially using VR just to use a virtual iPad. That's what that game is. But that sounds it just good. works. For some reason, it just works really well. So I think we'll have to pick that up and have a whirl of it at some point. Agreed. Cool. Agreed. So there you go, buddy. There's my um, pointless information about this week. Um, oh, I got a quick question there, buddy. What are you drinking? I am on the uh, Estrella this evening, buddy. What? I got a couple of a couple of nice bottles of Estrella, nice. um, and uh, they're going down very smooth. I have to say. What about yourself, buddy? I'm on a variety of piston head lagers this evening. Uh, the old offer on. Uh, Two packs of six for nine pounds is on. And uh, yeah, I grabbed some. And they're doing the job right now. Very lovely stuff, buddy. B- beautiful. Got a little buzz and he's happy. That's the way it goes. Ah, oh, Gibbons, buddy. Just getting through some right there. So I guess like that's it. about it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I guess we talk about some games, I guess, being a video games podcast. It's funny that you should mention that, buddy, because indeed the uh, the topic of this week's podcast is video games. And uh, with that in mind, let's go and talk about what we've been playing. 
So do you want to get the ball rolling, buddy? What have you been up to this week? I know you had your foray into Apex Legends, which you may or may not remember, but have you been playing anything else? Or have you, have you been playing any of that in a sort of uh, yeah, semi-conscious I've state? I've been playing some of that in a sober-ish state. <laughs> not, right. not absolutely. And once again, just alliterating that this game's really good. You should play it. It's free. I've seen a couple of people on our friends list uh, play it this week. Uh, I'd like to see what they think of it or if they're going to play it anymore. Probably not. Who knows? We'll see. But it's a very, very good game. Uh, and then uh, the other game that I've been playing is The Division. The original Division, not number two. Uh, after playing the beta of number two, I was like, I want to play some Division. So I did and dragged some people with me. And we were going through some of the hard missions and getting some... Like, the, that game's evolved to, like, a stupid level now. There's so much to do in it. I was like, I'm kind of should have picked this up like six months ago when the, when there was loads and stuff to do and could have chucked a load of time into it and um i don't know got a load of shit out of it but anyway yeah i've just been playing that it's it's the division buddy nothing majorly has changed like um gameplay wise it's still the same thing but there's just loads of fucking stuff and like the loot pool is bountiful there you go so in terms of obviously this is this is your jam these days, these like running gunners, either first or third person loops at the end and uh, sort of replay value in terms of enjoying going through something that's got a bit of tactics to it. Um, with that in mind, obviously you've got Division 2 on the way, you've got Anthem on the way. Um, how are you feeling about things in, in that respect? Like, What do you think you're going to be sinking all your time into? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to probably be playing some anthem this week i reckon so i'll i'll let i'll be able to dip my toe into that a bit uh but yeah i'm I'm definitely looking forward to the division too it just depends on how much anthem grabs me i'd say in this this month really because obviously it's what um just over a month until Division 2 comes out, or around the end of March time, anyway. Yeah, not too long now. So I, I guess that gives me some time to get into Anthem and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can kind of see when the Division 2 hits that I'm going to be playing that a hell of a lot and uh, going for all the crazy stuff towards end game level and stuff like that. I don't know, I've, I've found myself... Uh, just getting really into these like big like semi RPG games as a service things where there's continual content being thrown at you. Um obviously if that content becomes shit then I dip off and find something else. Like with Destiny Two there was a massive lull around this time last year when uh Curse of Osiris came out. That was proper ball bag, so dipped out of that, ended up getting Monster Hunter World, uh, going back to the Division again around this time last year, playing that. Um, so, yeah, um, I, th- I think it's a bit annoying uh, that both of these games come are coming out like so close to each other because I'd like to give Anthem like a good like three, four months of like grinding it out or, or whatever, like going for as, as far as I can get in that game. But, you know, um, the the good thing is like, I'll probably have both of them uh, and I can spread my time between them or I can just end up playing whichever one I like at the end of the day. Gibbons. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. 
Yeah, so that that's about it really for me. I played a bit on the Switch. Oh, fuck it, I can't remember the game. It's some like 80s throwback game made by uh, Devolver Digital. Um, but I literally played it for about an hour. So if I stick some more time into that, I'll, I'll kind of talk a bit more about it. It seemed pretty cool. I, I saw it on the PlayStation sale. Um... Last week, I fuck it, I can't even remember, but I saw a picture of a DeLorean in it, and I was like, "That'll do." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, buddy, uh, absolutely fuck off for me this week. Uh, what about you, buddy? I can see uh, that you've got a new game uh, that you haven't played before here, buddy. I certainly do, buddy, and uh, that is, of course, Crackdown Three, which arrived on uh, Xbox Game Pass in the last week or two. Um, well, a lot this week, rather. Um, and yeah, I think it came out on Friday. Uh, I got it installed and, uh, I've been playing, uh, not a massive amount of it, just sort of dipped a toe in, but just to kind of see what it's all about really. And also obviously experience the intense power of the cloud, which we've been promised for three years, uh, which doesn't appear to exist. So that's a surprise to nobody. Now, um, but- see, I've always been a massive advocate of the power of the cloud. I feel Indeed. like, you know, it, it could be utilised in such a fantastic way. And I I loved the fact that that was like Crackdown 3's slogan all those years ago. And it's just like, oh, if only. And I, I don't know. Like, well, you've just said that no. <laughs> That's not well, it's, it's impossible to know it uh, is. How, yeah. much, how much of the cloud's sheer fucking raw titanic power is being you know, used buddy the power of uh, the cloud yeah versus other video games mm. like i don't know i don't know all i can tell you is if it if it is doing something incredibly clever i i can't see it and no one else can either so well, i was like the only way to know is like just disconnect from the internet and then you can- <laughs> yeah but it, it only uses the power of the cloud in the online mode yeah, in the so that's not really an option so you can't do that brilliant <laughs> no yeah. So there's no way of really proving or disproving it. I'm hoping Digital Foundry will do some sort of wanky article where they completely, you know, lay out what's going on there, if anything at all. But I suspect nothing's fucking going on there at all. I will watch uh, that video. I'd watch it as well. But this game's been, like, horrifically delayed over and over again. I can't imagine it's doing anything that clever other than them just, like, shit, we really need to finish this game. Uh, especially after I think it was a year or so ago, Phil motherfucking Spencer was like, "Yeah, if this thing's not done soon, we're just going to pull Which the is, plug." It's just so yeah, you can fuck off, really. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, Crackdown Three. Uh, I haven't played much of it online, just enough to know that the cloud is is the the cake is a lie. But um, <laughs> the, the single player, um, I just sort of been sort of dipping a toe, and I've played a couple of hours, and I, I, I can comfortably report, buddy, that this game is Crackdown. Yes, it's it's crack it's crackdown. Um, it's crack it's crackdown crack one with uh, a, a whole host of beautiful upgrades, lovely graphics. Um, but it's it's crackdown one it, and, and crackdown two. It's that game, and I'm not even saying that that's a bad thing because uh, crackdown's fucking cool and always was. So uh, yeah, I've been. Ooh, you could probably predict what I've been doing. What I've been doing is taking down a few 
uh, henchmen and then the, the bosses yeah, to take the a boss. district. Yeah, uh, scudding about, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, collecting green orbs. Got to um, go on that orb hunt, buddy. Got to go on the orb hunt. The most compelling thing about the game. So yeah, you know, like, what do you want? That's that. It is crackdown, and I think that's why it's kind of getting mediocre reviews because it's, you know anything that's been delayed so many times, people are kind of thinking, well, you know, it's got to be something special. Uh, maybe they weren't. I don't know. But it's 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 just Crackdown. There's nothing else going on here. It's got co-op, uh, online co-op, uh, which is cool. Uh, would be really fun with a friend. But so did the first game and the second one. So I can't really see... Uh, it, it might as well be a remaster. If anything, the city seems less interesting than <laughs> the first one. Um, but what I can say is it controls really nice. It's very fun to play. Uh, it's it's quite addictive, just jumping from rooftop to rooftop. My favourite thing about the original game w- always was, can I get up there? That was literally the game for me. Yeah, exactly. Am I, can I get up there? How am I going to get up there? Um, and that is what this game is as well for me, uh, and that's fine. So it's quite a nice, relaxing one to put on for an hour, but yeah, it's not exactly going to trouble the Game of the Year awards yeah. uh, I always come, remember <laughs> come Christmas. The, yeah. I always remember on the on the first one, one of the the achievements or the challenges was uh, the. You remember the four by four in the original one, where yes. you had the sucky wheels, so you could suck yourself to like buildings and well vertical things, and you had to try and get up to the the middle of the agency building, uh, up to the top of the agency building. Sorry, and it was like absolutely fucking ridiculous. Like um, you drive up, hold down the the suction and you'd have to count out until it let go again then suck it again and all the way up the top I managed to get it done buddy it was totally worth it I'm sure it took about an hour but you know that's what it's for it's a playground game yeah and exactly. uh, and, and bec- it gets away with that because it's, it's fun but like, do, you, it, do you think like well, that was whenever the last when was the first one out like 2007 oh, fuck no, or, or something yeah yeah um, you, because we've already had that, you know, is that making this game less attractive or less, you know, Yeah, enjoyable? 100%. I mean, yeah. okay. it's just treading on the nostalgia thing. And, and that, historically, I've found, um, there are a few exceptions, but very few. Yeah. Um, if all you're doing is, is bringing a wave of nostalgia to your audience, then... It, it is never going to be as long lasting, and that's no, the exactly. thing with Crackdown go Three. Like, oh, that was fun, and then that's I'll be it. bored of this thing in two weeks. Yeah, and it's you know it's probably sixty, seventy hours of content if you go around doing everything. But I, I certainly won't. Um, nor is the story especially compelling when all you're really doing is is a sort of wave based, slowly sort of topple the leader, topple the leader thing. It's like Wild Pants. It's like the original Crackdown. Yeah. Um, Shadow of Mordor. You know. The, and, you know and, topple. And, I mean, you reference Wild Pants there. I'll go through from Wildlands. I mean that that got boring very very. It's just quickly. fucking dull. Like it's the same thing over and over again in slightly different environments. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only thing that saves this is that it's really fun and cartoony and enjoyable because of how nice it is to to play and how nice it is to yeah. control and and that's lovely. But uh, it's certainly nothing special. Um, I'm not sure anyone's going to be saying that it is. True. But, hey, it was free as part of my subscription thing. So. Yeah, it's free with the subscription. Yeah, it's that old lardy da fucking. Ooh. Yes, Givens. I'm paying. Mm. I'm paying for it. Paying um, for it. Yeah, but you're but, not paying um, full price for it. I'm not paying very much for it. No. Depending on how long 
I continue to pay for it. And I believe that you've already got your year's subscription out of Celeste for that. Honestly, (laughs) it's it's my favourite thing in the whole of gaming is Xbox Game Pass. It's it's a wonderful service. Uh, I've got news of more titles being added to it. And uh, it's great. It's just fucking great. It's the best idea. It's lovely. Because at any point, I can fire that console up and I can go on there and find a game that I haven't downloaded. Or played. Uh, they've added Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I've got that yeah. installed. I haven't I haven't played it yet, but I'll go through that. That'd be fun. You know. There you go. It's, and and games don't have to be ten out of ten games when you're paying a a paltry fee for them. Yeah, exactly. Each month, uh, they need to be seven or eight out of ten games that you can dip into and gain some enjoyment from. And yeah. it, it's just yeah. It's, uh, some would say that that's a little bit kind of fickle in terms of like. You know, diluting the, the fucking talent pool somewhat when it comes to video games. But hey, you know that's the world we live in. And, yeah, and but when these you're working, games exist. You know, exactly. So it's, it's, it's just not fun. Like it's, it's... Oh, there's loads of stuff on there. I've been really enjoying. We came back from the zoo uh, and uh, played a bit of Zoo Tycoon because why the fuck not? Driving around in our little buggy, putting Sounds down ace. some enclosures. It's yeah, Game Pass is the best. But yeah, so that, there you go, buddy. That's <laughs> that's Crackdown Three. Nice. <clears throat> so. Uh, the other exciting development this week, buddy, is that uh, I got what I wanted for my birthday, which wow. uh, doesn't doesn't always happen historically. Um, but on this occasion, the missus obviously was listening, and uh, she uh, yeah she she picked me up Drive Hub, which is is an amazing wow. piece of technology that no. I absolutely love. That's like she took the hint, buddy Gibbons. It's uh finally yeah. after all collective these minds. Years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> collective minds drive hub. Uh, it's uh a fantastic bit of kit and essentially what it does is makes uh all steering wheels universal because uh it's a, an adapter that you can plug into uh, any console or system uh, and uh, any any compatible wheel and and the list is is it's humongous of the compatible wheels uh, will work on on different systems. Historically, you know, these peripherals have been gated behind uh, specific consoles. Oh, yeah, uh, it also means that if, uh, if if we end up buying a PS5 or an Xbox Two or whatever, and uh, my wheels still like kicking it like a wild donkey, then you know there'll be a firmware <laughs> update, and I'll be able to use it on the new system just if it's it not compatible. That's so, very uh, cool. Just for people that don't know, can you just explain what this thing like? ism kind of thing i know you pretty much just said that but yeah no no absolutely it's uh so it's this little uh usb powered device it comes uh it's really small like the size of a couple of a couple of credit cards maybe and uh it's got a, a little micro usb um input and then on the front you've got a controller input a steering wheel input and a peripheral uh input and you plug um a wired or attached to a cable controller into the controller plug, uh, make sure it's powered off. Um, and then you plug the wheel into the second USB, and then you plug that into whichever console. Um, and it powers up, it recognizes the controller, and therefore uh, configures the drive hub to that particular system. Uh, then it fires up the wheel as though it is the controller, um, but by that point, it's configured to the system it's on, so it's assigned that as a wheel, uh, and then you're good to go. So uh, on the Xbox One, uh, obviously I've got a PS4 steering wheel I've been using for several years. Um, 
plugged my Xbox troll in, plugged the wheel in, chucked it in the front of the Xbox One, and uh, up it pops, Xbox, recognised, understood, and boom, I'm on the dashboard, the, my PlayStation button works as the Xbox button, I can bring up the guide, I can bring up my games, use all of the buttons on the um, on the controls, and uh, fire up any racing game on the system, including backwards compatible 360 games from the past, um, and, and play them on a steering wheel, the games all recognize it as a steering wheel, so you can do all of the adjustments you'd normally do with saturation and dead yeah. zones and feedback amount and all of that stuff. It just fucking works. Uh, That's and amazing. It's brilliantly clever. It also means that I think one of the main reasons that people buy this is uh, the sort of Fanatec direct drive wheels that you can get for PC that, of course, aren't compatible with the consoles. Yeah, uh, true. This makes them work with the consoles. So if you've got some 1200 quid direct drive rig like some big billy big bulls steering wheel play rig, a bit of gran turismo then you can with this and uh and it just works it's it's fantastic i had a, a, a slight hiccup when i was first setting it up um where it seemed to be configuring it so that the accelerator was held down and it was turning the steering wheel at all times uh, and, and I <laughs> suddenly realized that actually there's a slight loose connection on the back of my um wireless uh xbox one controller so okay. if it comes if it comes loose at all then yeah, it configures like, again from scratch and fucks it up ooh. but um that's ju- it was just the usb was like slightly loose and uh, i just switched out the cable and that sorted it so yeah nice. so far i've tried it on uh dirt 4 which is on game pass uh forza horizon uh which is on game pass uh the uh forza 7 demo um which basically convinced me i need to pick that game up it's not that expensive <laughs> and uh and grid 2 as well the 360 codemasters game which is fucking awesome um so yeah it's it's been really fun i've played for sort of maybe three hours or so across several different titles and and shit man now i can just pick up like whatever and and play it on either system and it's it's really easy to set up it, it it's not a ball leg at all i wondered if it would be but uh no, it's not. It's uh, it's very simple to set up. It's just daisy chaining one device between your console and your wheel, basically, and you're away. So nice. Very impressed by it. Um, it's good shit. Very very clever. That's very cool, buddy. <laughs> Gibbons B. That's what it's all about. So uh, yeah, that's me, buddy. Uh, unless you've got anything else, we should probably move forward. Cool. And now it's time for the news. Number one. Number wang. Number wang, number one, number wang. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 and Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice uh, are both heading to the Nintendo Switch. And also Hollow Knight 2, which has been sort of stealth announced, the sequel to Hollow Knight, which is a game, by the way, that I really need to try, having played all the way through Celeste. Uh, I'm, I'm reliably informed it's the closest you'll get to that game, so I need to give that a go, really. But, um, yeah, it's Hollow Knight 2 coming to Switch and PC. So uh, there you are, some more Switch games on the way, buddy. Exciting times. Nice. Gibbons. Number two. Number two. Wow. Um, An original, pristine copy of Super Mario Bros. on the NES, uh, complete in its original unsealed plastic case with uh, foil 
clasp un unbroken, like brand yeah. new, never opened, uh, has just yeah. just sold at auction for one hundred thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. I was so close with my bid as well. You almost got it. I almost you thought got six that. quid would do it, but yeah, <laughs> no dice. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's insane. That um, is ridiculous. That's a hundred thousand pounds for a Nest cartridge. I mean, sure. Did it have Duck Hunt on it as well? Well, let me tell you, buddy, because uh, <clears throat> obviously this was big news in the industry this week, and Kotaku ran an article. Um, which I will now quote to kind of explain things a little bit better. Nice. Um, Kotaku says, This sale represents a huge jump over the copy of Super Mario Brothers that sold in 2017 for over $30,000, which itself was a record price. Uh, the difference comes down to a tiny sticker. Instead of being shrink-wrapped in plastic, the boxes containing the very first run of NES games produced in America were only sealed on the top flap using a black foil circular sticker with the Nintendo logo on it. These were only sold for a brief period of time before the NES national rollout, while Nintendo was still test marketing the console in cities like New York and LA in 1985 and 86. At the time, a NES set came packaged with Duck Hunt and Gyromite, but not Super Mario Brothers, which was sold separately. So yeah, this was a a, a copy... An original copy from the original test run. Um, It had then been put in a a, like a perspex container that was also sealed, and then just just left. and uh, And now it's sold for a hundred thousand dollars. So there we are. There you go. Right, I start saving all my games and uh, not opening them for thirty years. That's the way to do it. Yeah. When I'm sixty, I'll be super rich. Absolutely, buddy. Um, I've got some old 360 games, and yeah. uh, I'll be sitting on them for a few years now. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a big payday for me. So I uh, mean, yeah, obviously it's just collectors being collectors, and this is an extremely rare thing to have. But a hundred thousand dollars for something you're not gonna use. You're just gonna put it there and look at it. And it's Man. you know it's just a NES con- car, you know a cartridge at the end of the day. Yes, same with antiques, collectible anything. If it's rare, then it's worth something. That tends to be the way. And uh, dumb. this is very rare. It is very. I mean, it's extremely rare. So yeah, fair dues. I can understand really why it got to that price range. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it certainly is the exception that proves the rule that you probably shouldn't collect uh, video games if you want to get a huge payday because uh, this is a real exceptional yeah it uh, is. yeah unless you have yeah. something incredible like this then might as well play with it mate yeah. yeah the fact that like perfect copies of like sonic the hedgehog on the mega drive which you know in itself is like very old like 80 like 28 years old or whatever yeah um and you can pick them up on eBay for for the, for cheaper than the price of a current game. So uh, yeah, that's true. yeah. Either way, there we are. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> right. So moving on, uh, EA pulls Ronaldo from FIFA 19 cover 
and replaces all box art and in-game menu art with uh, Neymar, Paolo Dybala and uh, Kevin De Bruyne. So, yeah. Uh, Is this because of his whatever thing that happened a while ago? So there's been there there's been several press. there's been some <laughs> several pieces of very bad press for Ronaldo. Um, some of it is alleged, by the way. Uh, the, the the tax dodging isn't alleged. The tax dodging is something he no. was prosecuted for. Yes. Uh, so we we don't have to say alleged on that one, uh, but we do have to say alleged about the alleged um, rape case uh, or, or yeah yeah uh, that happened yeah. apparently allegedly in Las Vegas. Um, and yeah, uh, by a Miss Mayorga, uh, who, who brought this case t- to the fore, uh, there was a settlement out of court there, uh, mega bucks. Um, I'm not sure quite what's happened since then, but she has been speaking out. There was a newspaper article in Germany this week in a fairly prominent paper, Der Spiegel, uh, which posted an interview. And, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> EA came out, they were obviously questioned by all of the, uh, well, mainstream media, not just the games media, saying, like, why the fuck are you pulling your cover star, who you've got a, like, multi-million pound, multi-year deal with? Uh, And they just sort of came out with all the sort of, oh, yeah, you know, we're just refreshing the marketing for the Champions League license and uh, gives us a fantastic opportunity to do this, do that, whatever. Um, Who can say exactly why uh, EA... Is doing this. Um, I I would I would wager they're doing it because they anticipate more problems press wise with Ronaldo. <laughs> um, it's still a massive thing to do though. And uh, yeah, man, definitely, especially like halfway <clears throat> through like a year of, of the game and things like that. Yeah. It's, it's very unheard of. I mean, they went far. One an EA spokesperson went as far as to say that they'd seen the article in the newspaper and would be looking into it because. Their cover, they expected a certain degree of behavior from their cover stars. Uh, but that's as far as they would obviously go. And, and that's, that's fair enough. That's understandable. But, uh, either way, uh, yeah, pretty much the first time this has ever happened in, in football gaming history, I would imagine. But, uh, there we are. It's, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it kind of is because, yeah, the money involved must have been astronomical. So there we are. He is one of the most famous people on the planet. So, there is that. Uh, we will move on to uh, more uh, alleged litigation. Uh, and this is the news that uh, Epic is suing uh, Norwich Events Company, Exciting Events, uh company who put on a Fortnite festival in Norwich last weekend uh, with no contact uh, with Epic Commission or anything like that. Obviously. Uh, apparently the festival was a complete shambles. Uh, some of the pictures are, are <laughs> absolutely priceless. Yeah. Uh, just like an inflatable slide, some shit old roundabout, a few just tables. Like a, a live stage where you could get like two people on and that was it. Yeah. It's just, just but, terrible. Most people said the best part of it was uh, a sort of warehouse where they'd set up a load of... Um, uh, TV so you could play Fortnite, but even that it was uh, like an astronomical, amazing, disastrous thing because <laughs> the queues were massive and you had to pay to to play a free to play game. Lots of lots of jokes here about uh, you know beta testing, unfinished yeah. games, that sort of thing. Um, it was fucking and stupid. 
a really brilliant one that's compared it to the episode of Father Ted, where yep. the uh, fun fair comes fun to Craggy Isle, and they've got like a sofa on a crane, and yeah, yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> either way. Um, the company exciting events uh, after the announcement from Epic that they were suing them, uh, and the fact that there was supposed to be another event on next weekend. Um, the company responsible claims yeah. they are no longer trading, buddy. They, ah, uh, shocker. They've shut down, funnily Could enough. I thought that. I, I didn't yeah. see it coming. It was 12 quid a ticket for that uh, Yeah, it's 12 event. quid for a ticket, and then you had to pay for rides, or you could pay £20 for a, a wristband. Yep. yep. It's just like, fucking hell. And, you, you know, they're like... <laughs> With any kind of high-profile game, there's always going to be, like, merchandise and shit out there. I mean, if you... Like, uh, my son's got, like, a Fortnite fucking, um, like, gym bag for his PE kit kind of thing with his name on it and stuff like that. There's going to be loads of stuff, you know, like that about. And I I think, you know, big companies kind of expect that to happen, um, like, on a small scale. But then to have... Just a big fucking fate or fair or whatever, you know, an event. We use all the artwork and logos and everything. Proper, real take the piss. Madness, isn't it? It's fucking mind baffling. It's just fucking (laughs) retarded, really, of these people. They (laughs) saw an opportunity, they went for it and failed fucking miserably. It's, uh, yeah, it's not gone well. That's that's for sure. And it's. Is it, there are presumably a lot of very angry children and parents from that, um, and it's hard to feel sorry for them as well, buddy. So there's really no winners. Yeah, no, the- I don't feel sorry for them. So, I mean, it's their there's fault. no winners here, no. Um, except the comedy value of the articles afterwards. Yeah, which, definitely uh, brought me enjoyment. so uh, so yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Um, so finally from me buddy uh just as i said there's uh, some more games being added to game pass this isn't gonna this isn't all of them there's gonna be more in uh in march but uh this is just sort of to wet your whistle so to speak uh batman return to arkham alien isolation headlander and the walking dead season two all arriving on game pass uh in the coming weeks and nice. i look forward to getting stuck in to some of those and seeing how I get on. Um, Gibbons. It's, yeah, Alien Isolation is one of those ones where it's like, oh, can I can I play that without shitting my pants? <laughs> shitting yourself, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, probably no. Probably not. No, yeah, no, it's not going to um, happen, mate. I think the one that I'm looking forward to actually is Headlander. It's kind of a side-scroller. It's got some really interesting mechanics to it, like... Lots of puzzle gameplay where literally you you're like doing like jumping puzzles and then you can like jettison your head and it becomes like one of those old like Moonlander games where you got to kind of complete puzzles to open doors with your head oh, okay. and then yeah. return to your body. It's nice. just, it's quite a cool idea. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that and um, and then yeah, as as more games are announced, then of course they'll be covered here, buddy. But. Uh, that's all my news for this week. I think it's probably time to hand over to you for my favourite section, and I'm sure the listeners as well, and that, of course, is Ash's News' favourite things of the week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News' favourite thing of the week. 
Cheers, buddy. Few things on the list this week. Fucking, there's absolutely shitloads. Uh, there's a Trials Rising beta kicking off this weekend. Uh, I know this goes live on Friday, but you know if you get to this point on Friday and like, oh, I want to play some Trials, you fucking can. That is nice, isn't it? That's very yeah. nice. Uh, new study came out. Violent games and teen aggression aren't linked. There you go. Oh, there you nice, are. Nice to know. Good news. Yeah. Won't make any difference. It'll be completely ignored, that study. Um, and and people will continue to say that they are linked. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, Apex Legends has surpassed uh, Fortnite's record for Twitch viewership. I don't know the stats on that, but well done to them. Well done there. Uh, there's been some leaks on Apex Legends about um, new legends coming out, new modes, apparently some sort of survival mode. Uh, I think there's um, there's stuff about uh, Twitch Prime being getting free stuff. I think that's been confirmed, and you can get five free Apex whatever things they are loot boxes for free if you do that shit, which is always good. I'll do that. Love free stuff, mate. Um, <laughs> Ten months after opening, the Razer Game Store is closing. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you? Uh, I vaguely remember reporting on it at some point, but uh, no, not really. Um, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Um, <clears throat> what have we got here? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Dreams. That game... That is about making everything out of claymation or whatever it is in VR or whatever that thing is. It's a world-making thing, and obviously we'll play it, and we'll play everything that everyone else has made because we're not fucking making stuff. Why would you? Um, Damn right. So this is an odd one. Um, Sony's policy on early access has always been quite no. Let's put it that way. Like, no, we're not doing early access. But hey, Dreams is launching in early access this spring for a price of 30 bucks. Okay. Well, so, okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm intrigued enough that, as it's also got VR support, that I, I'd probably be willing to take a punt on that, if I'm honest. I can see that. I can see that. But, I mean, yeah. what do you think about the whole place? I mean, Sony, at the moment, have been... Absolutely retarded with a few of their decisions. Obviously, the main ones uh, being crossplay, uh, and th- they ended up buckling on that. And then there was news last week about how they've only let certain developers not like use it, and like the little indies uh, have just been told straight up, "No, you can't have that," even though it's already built into their game. And now, obviously, they're kind of flip flopping about early access because that's always been like kind of not a hot topic but a topic in the past where you know they they want fully functioning games on their thing it, I don't know what do you think about well any of that what shite I th- what I think is you you can't you can't really operate as a huge forward facing like public facing company anymore unless you've got things straight and your shit together now since since Matrix left Xbox and motherfucking Spencer came in. Yeah. They've been very decisive. Whatever they're doing, they make it very clear, basically straight away. Uh, they don't sort of like flip-flop about over decisions and so on. And Sony, it, it just feels like the opposite. Uh, and it also kind of feels like they feel that 
they can get away with it and no one is going to sort of call them up on it. But as you say, like the crossplay thing is a perfect example. Like just back and forth, back and forth. Like, are we going to do this? Are we not going to do this? Um, and this is another perfect example. I mean, the way that they operate with allegedly curating the PlayStation Store, not allowing, you know, because they, they always said we're not going to allow it to descend into this, like, Steam Greenlight-style fiasco where there's a load of shit on there. And then, you know, weeks later, stuff like that fucking black tiger panther things on yeah, there like the, exactly. there's that yeah, horse racing simulator on there yeah. like real like fucking shovelware piece of shit yeah, software exactly. so they just well, what, it's, it's double standards with game, sony what was that game that we saw this week that fucking racing game in set in dubai exactly that yeah. was it was fucking terrible it shouldn't be Absolutely. sold it shouldn't be allowed to be sold anywhere no. and the fact the fact that it's on the playstation store is it's just fucking, fucking embarrassing or at least it is embarrassing if if you're if the company in charge has said that they're not going to have like vaporware on the store mm. and and this is just another example of it like make make your fucking mind up it's Early access. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I think yeah. that if if there's a, a reasonable discount and you know what you're getting, then f- I think that's fine. But uh, especially like a company like Media Molecule, it's not like they're they're in danger of like folding. This isn't like a Kickstarter campaign. This is a first party exactly. Sony studio. Yeah. So it's I'm fine with it. But uh, it, it just fucks me off that Sony can't make their minds up on things, and and uh, I just don't understand why they can't have a, a strong message. And it'll it'll only damage them heading towards the next console cycle. They, yeah, it's it, yeah, they yeah, do yeah. this every time. They get Completely ahead. Agree. It was the same with PS two to PS three. They get ahead. They get ahead of themselves. They they, they do whatever they fucking fuck want and just piss away all of that goodwill on terrible yeah. decisions. Yeah, or or double standards. And it just feels like that's what's happening here. To be honest, buddy, that's how I feel. No, I'm, I completely agree. Um, four months after launch, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 gets loot boxes. Yay! Yeah, they're dance. Apparently they're terrible as well. Like, So I've been told. Fucking overpowered signature weapons and shit you can get in there. Like, Brilliant. Basically pay-to-win loot boxes, which has oh, always gone brilliantly. Um, I mean, it's always good to bring them out four months after the game's already launched because you know it's already been reviewed like most people that want to buy that game have already bought it and now it's like let's just cash in guys yeah let's rinse them fucking dry at this point let's get them for the next eight months until the new one comes out i guess and then sell them a product again yeah we'll sell them a product uh they'll put their money down in good faith for that product and then we're going to literally change how it works for the worse yeah uh, after, after they've parted with the cash yeah, so fuck you. Um, yep. Another fuck you. Uh, Bethesda bans Fallout 76 player with uh, more than 900 hours playtime for having too much ammunition. All right. So uh, this is a guy. He's played a hell of a lot of this game. And how he does it, he has two characters and he like shares loot between them. Um, and he does like... Uh, videos or you know guides on how to get the best loot and stuff from here there and everywhere and how to get the best out of the game kind of thing and yeah he's been banned due to having too much ammunition um i'd have thought bethesda would just be pleased that someone's still playing that that's what i thought mate to be honest yeah I, i thought that yeah 
Um, <laughs> bit fucking weird. Uh, so uh, how it was, he was told that, oh, you have to wait for a patch to kick in to fix this issue. Um, the patch came and went and he is still banned and trying to find out what the fuck is going on. Brilliant. So, I mean, unlucky for that guy, but, you know, retarded from Bethesda. Carrying on with the Fallout 76 news, a Polish online retailer was giving away copies of Fallout 76 for free um, when purchased with um, $5 PS4 thumbsticks. Well, I mean, free is what that game's worth, so I, I don't know why anyone had any problem with that at all, buddy. Oh, no, I mean, that. Like, I'm just saying, you know. Me, 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 me. That's how much that game is worth. Me, finally, me, me, me. buddy, finally. <laughs> <laughs> the Tetris NES kill screen has been bypassed. Um, so uh, original, or not original Tetris, but uh, Tetris, uh, original NES Tetris, um, at, I think it was level 29, uh, there was a kill screen, uh, kill screen because it would be moving too fast and the RAM would crap itself. Just like all other old games, there is only a limitation of how much game can be stored on the RAM. Um, this dude, he's only 16, uh, Joseph Sally, Sally, I don't know, um, Google it if you want. Um, at 16, uh, he's dethroned the uh, seven-time champion this other dude, Jonas. I watched the video of that. It's amazing. It's, it's mental. If uh, yeah, if if you just fucking look at this thing on uh, on YouTube, it's like uh, the the speed that those tetraminos are coming down. It's fucking stupid. It's absolutely fucking insane. He was incredibly and, gracious as well. The uh, yeah, the, the reigning dude. champion. He's, yeah. He, yeah, it's pretty special. And uh, yeah. I suppose Tetris has kind of been in the news for the uh, Battle Royale yeah, game. For the as Battle well, Royale buddy. Tetris 99 or whatever it is, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's pretty fucking. I thought that was big news. Don't know about you. It's pretty fucking cool. Ending on Very a high cool. like that. I mean, I'll get all the shit out before it and then try and hold something back for the end. And yeah, level 33, buddy. That's a new record. Fucking sweet as the punch, buddy. Thanks very much for that. No worries, buddy. So that was your news, and of course before that was my news, and uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, was the news. And now it's time for Out This Week. Let's take a look at some games coming out this week. Probably filled with microtransactions, the crazy pay to win mechanics. Because fuck you all, it's fuck you And that's out this week. Uh, certainly is, buddy. Certainly is. A few little gems this week. Uh, certainly one that I've got my eye on, I have to say. Oh, um, hello. Firstly, Anno 1800 is arriving on PC. I have to say, I really like the look of these Anno games. I think yeah. I'd definitely be playing these if I had a, a decent PC. Um, or any PC, I would imagine, would probably do the trick. Uh, these are sort of uh, city-building real-time strategy games. This one looks particularly nice, and uh, they kind of release them sporadically, and they've got their own little sort of following. Um, yeah, looks really cool. That's out this week. Uh, also, 
Uh, Dirt Rally 2.0, uh, which looks fucking sweet, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Funnily enough, that's a game that I would quite like to own. Um, I can see that. It looks great. Uh, I- I've heard they've they've done wonders with the handling on this game. The, uh, Dirt Rally was fantastic. I was playing some Dirt 4 last night uh, on the wheel, and it, it's, it's fun, but it's kind of arcadey, and the thing about Dirt Rally that was so good was it was just like so simulation-y and realistic. It was just rock hard, and uh, this this just looks more of the same. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it looks fantastic. I've seen some, some good sort of YouTube stuff on it this week. And uh, apparently they've just made strides forward, and it also looks much nicer than than the last game as well. So yeah, that, that's very much on my radar. I don't know if anyone's uh, else is going to come with me on that out of uh, the sort of the people that we play with, but uh, certainly on my wish list. Um, elsewhere, the Lego Movie Two game uh, arrives on PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Apparently that movie is really good, I'm, I'm, and that's not that surprising because the first movie was brilliant as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, it's a Lego game. Uh, it's the ultimate Lego game. It's a Lego game based on Lego. But, uh, yeah, it's, that's, how, that's how this week on, uh, on all the consoles. Um, we've got uh, Stellaris. Quote, I think that was me. <laughs> yeah, it's the ultimate quote. Lego game. It's a Lego game based on Lego. Based on Lego, yeah. yeah. I like it. Uh, Makes sense to me, yeah. Another interesting one this week, uh, Stellaris, the console edition, is arriving. This is a space strategy game, uh, real, real popular strategy game on the PC, um, and incredibly intricate, slow-moving, and engrossing, Uh, and that's arriving on PS4 and Xbox One this week, which is pretty pretty cool. Uh, It'd be very interesting to see... Uh, a how that does and B uh, yeah. how well it controls on a on a console. But uh, yeah, have you seen much of this? I haven't. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen much of this, but I'm intrigued now. Definitely interesting one because it's it just isn't the sort of game that you expect to see on the consoles. Frankly, yeah, and, and that's uh, it. You know, you want to find these new experiences wherever you can, buddy, and. Um, they're kind of few and far between at the moment on consoles, I must say. They are. They are. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, and then, yeah, finally, we got a game from old Toby Fox, which is always an interesting one. Uh, and that's Deltarune. Deltarune is launching on the Switch. And, uh, yeah, I mean... He's made some interesting games in the past. Undertale was a massive success. And uh, the fact that this is just coming to Switch shouldn't put anyone off. It's, yeah, very interesting RPGs in the past. And uh, who's to say what this one's going to be all about? Not a great <laughs> yeah. deal. But, but uh, yeah, it's probably worth, worth a look. Certainly if you're on the Switch, it looks like it could be a bit of a gem. And uh, hopefully that arrives on the uh, other consoles as well, preferably. You would hope so, buddy. Gibbons, <laughs> Gibbons, Gibbons. Uh, and then finally, arriving on uh, PS4, Xbox One, uh, and PC uh, on the 1st of March, we have Dead or Alive 6, which yeah, is a is Titty Simulator. Uh, they got in a bit of bother. Uh, they had to pull the Japanese release because uh, of all of the titties, all of the sexy schoolgirls, which, oh, you know. What? Yeah. 
Um, That's why I like about those games. Yes. It's, yeah. Yes. It's yeah. the yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's out this week. If you talking cared about, about that. pedos, okay. I don't know. The, the news has just been hitting today um, about Fortnite or Epic pulling ads from YouTube because of rife pedophilia on YouTube. I didn't know that was a thing, but now, thanks to the internet, I know that apparently that's a thing, and it sickens me to the core. That's one of the many things uh, that I found out about this week, buddy. Uh, pedos on. Uh, on on the internet um also the uh th- these these new exploiters of uh, of youtube content who uh copyright copyright strike and hold you to ransom um yeah, that's always nice it's good isn't it so it's a lovely that, place the internet isn't it? that's the world isn't it there you are yeah everyone's a cunt mm. yeah basically well. so so yeah, that's uh, that's out this week. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall. So hit us up and be on the show. The JFG Street Beat. Mm, Street Beat. We want to know. <laughs> um, and we've got, <laughs> got, some, got some cheekiness on the show this week. Uh, firstly, Checks. from... Uh, you were having a little chat to Cosmic Dad, weren't you, on our Discord? Buddies, you can, of, of course, join the Discord discussion by heading what? to our website, www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk, and uh, and you'll find a link to our Discord on there. You can come and join the chat. There's a, a section for podcast questions. You can ask those as well. And this is where we find ourselves right meow, as Cosmic right Dad came in, gave, us a little, uh, gave us a little message this week, and he said this... Still listening to episode 200. It was a long one, buddy. Yeah, it was, so we can only apologise. <laughs> Got to just after the Pokemon quiz, and I've been laughing my tits off. But how could you have missed the op- the comedy opportunities presented by pronouncing Panthug as Panthug. Panthug instead of Panthug? Um, no, just me then? Um, he has a fair point, buddy. Panthug. I mean, I could see that. It's a pair of pants that just hugs you to death. I mean, you you did you said in there that uh, Pant Hug probably did actually sound more like a Pokemon than Panthug, and, and I have to agree. Sounds too aggressive, doesn't it? Does. It does. You know, it, it did. Like, I think mm, I might have commented Panthug. on that at the time, saying yeah, you it did. was rather. It's, yeah. You know, the word thug is just bad, but Pant Hug, Pant Hug, and the whole thing. I was trying to go for a panther that hugs, you know. But you know, he's he's nailed it with Pant Hug. There so, were I mean, underwear-related repercussions to the invention of that Pokemon, and uh, and they've come through strong there, buddy. It's, uh, it's true. So that's yeah. the main question, really, is is it Panthug or, or Panthug? Let us know in in the comments below. There aren't any comments below this, but, you know. <laughs> there might be. Who can say? It. Who knows? Let it's us hugged. know, anyway. Yeah. Panthug or Panthug? 
You yep. decide. You decide which. Can which... I put a poll up anywhere, like on on Twitch? Can we do a Twitch poll? Is it a thing? I, I, I would imagine so. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I'm not very techno savvy these days. Kind of. No, well, we're, we're quite old now, aren't we? So yeah. Can VCRs and stuff. Either way, if you'd like to weigh in on the correct pronunciation of that fictional Pokemon, then. Send there us a message, a buddy. One, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> was, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll put it through to Niantic or whatever it is that deal with uh, all the Pokemon. Well, uh, we should go on their forums and company. ask how you pronounce it. Mm. Not not say, like, we know this isn't a Pokemon. We should be like, how do you pronounce the Pokemon Panthug? Panthug. <laughs> is it Panthug <laughs> or Panhug? We just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough question. That'll confuse them. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> Thanks very much for that, Cosmic Dad. Um, rounding off uh, this week's episode, buddy, we got uh, a cheeky message from friend of the podcast, Funk. Uh, the fuckwit himself. He returns. Uh, the original uh, fuckwit. <laughs> the original fuckwit. And he <laughs> says... Uh, I've watched Slipgator playing some Anthem, uh, and I have to say, it doesn't seem like it's for me. No problem with it being a Destiny-style game, and it looked nice enough, but I couldn't really see what the fun was about. It looked like runner level and repeat indefinitely type of thing. Uh, I think that's probably what it is, isn't it? I believe so. In yeah. in a nutshell, um, those type of games are, there's set missions, run them uh, as much as you can. Like the, the, the main place of enjoyment getting it from there is um, trying to see how fast you can get through them and like trying the different tactics and having your different builds so like uh, in Anthem I think there's like four maybe five different javelins which are like the different suits you can get so you know you've got variety in that and your different weapons and then you've got all the different abilities that get attached to the different javelins as well so there's a, a lot of diversity even being a single mission there you go that's I what believe, it's all believe, about. Uh, yeah, that's that's what those games are about. Trying, to, yeah, man. Uh, that, that's why in Destiny I, I have all three characters. You know, um, mainly I, I like playing the game. I like the shooting, but you know, to throw a bit of spice in the mix, you know, I've got ones that jump different, ones with different supers, different grenades, different specials, or, or whatever. You know, that that's where the enjoyment comes from. Those type of games, anyway. I would Gibbons. say for me, yeah, anyway. and that's what they are. And and you either like them or you don't. But that's. Yeah. That's what they are, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's up Funk's alley, really. Same as no, Destiny, no, no. Destiny kind of wasn't either, yeah, exactly. and I don't think the it's, Division it's, will be either. So, uh, no. yeah, it's a, it's a genre, you know. It's it's become a proper genre now, that sort of game, and uh, yeah, uh, you you know, it's as such should be treated as a genre, and some some genres you like, and some you don't. So, yeah, I mean, it, it just reminds me of like back in the day when we used to play uh, Rainbow Six Vegas, or was it Vegas Two, like the co-op campaign in that. Like, how many times did we go through that? Like, countless times. Yeah, uh, we just I, enjoyed I, I, running the levels and yeah, and playing I, through it because it was fun together, wasn't it? And yeah, exactly. And I, I'm I'm guessing that's kind of the root of where my enjoyment started. And obviously, these games have kind of developed into that in and taken it a bit further. So yeah, Cubans. So mm. there we are. Um, finally, Funk says. Uh, what have we got to look forward to in the next few months on the release side? Or, or, or are my pennies safe for a while? Um, have you got anything specific in mind, buddy, in Apart terms from of... Only the two that I've been talking about, really. Um, Anthem and The Division 2. Uh, apart from that, 
I haven't really looked at, you know, what's coming out in the next few months, to be honest. I haven't really been paying attention. I've well, kind of you're been in slacking luck, buddy. a bit. You're oh, in okay. luck, because yeah. uh, I, that, uh, that's what I'm here for, frankly. Oh, and, oh uh, yes. Thank fuck. Yeah. This guy. So, uh, I went down the list earlier and uh, and picked out a few. Uh, and then I thought I was being a little bit harsh, so I picked out another few. And then I scrapped that list, and uh, now I'm going to do it on the fly, just to see where my heart <laughs> takes me. So uh, here we are. And some might argue that I'm overthinking it to a degree. but uh, are These are uh, tough decisions that we have to make, buddy. Gibbons, buddy. So in terms of March, it's looking like a bit of a bust for me. Uh, we've got... Uh, Tropico 6 on the way. I know Funk's a bit of a fan of those games, so maybe that's something that he'd be interested in. But f- for me personally, as someone who's not really interested in, um, well, the division, for example, there's really nothing in March that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and one of the biggest releases in March is Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, um, which kind of suggests that it's not going to be a great month. So probably no. the less said about that, the better. Um, in terms of April, the big release is Days Gone, which we've never really fancied, to be honest. Yeah, from the get that go, that game was just a big no from us, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Shovel Knight Showdown, that's something I'm kind of interested in as someone who's kind of taken to platformers recently. That's coming early April uh, on all consoles and, uh, <laughs> and platforms. I just love that. Yeah, I've, I've recently I've just become a fan of platformers like yeah, never, well, never before. In your I life, mean, <laughs> the, the the signs were there all the way. You know, Rayman Legends was a perfect example. Gibbons, yeah, um, yeah. But no, but yeah. it's just like a funny statement kind of thing. Yeah, just recently, I just Gibbons platformers. Where did they come from? <laughs> what's what's gone on there? Um, so yeah, uh, going into yeah, in terms of firm release dates, there's a real shortage. But there's a lot of games that I think are gonna gonna get a release date within sort of a month of them coming out. Um, so that's kind of worth noting at this point. Certainly into May. Um, probably the big one in May uh, for most people would be Rage 2 because yeah, it looks fun. looks good fun. Um, uh, for me, it's actually Team Sonic Racing, which is going to be a fucking banger and uh, obviously it's going to be a, a day one game. purchase for everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> swiftly followed by uh, the Crash Team Racing remaster in June, buddy. Um, but then we really are heading off into the distance at that point. There's lots of games that don't have a confirmed release date yet for this year. Uh, Dreams, of course, being one of them. Uh, Gears uh, 5. That's not till the end of this year, Dreams. They just kept get, kept getting pushed. Uh, Gears yeah. 5, obviously I'll get that on Game Pass when it arrives, but not sure quite when that will be just yet. Um, what else have we got? Mario Kart Tour is a big one, obviously. Um, uh, the new Ori game, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, yeah, this that's is, good. Uh, this is all Xbox, though, really. Uh, Outer Worlds, kind of interesting. Psychonauts 2, maybe. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We don't know when that's going to arrive yet, even if it will arrive this year. Um, obviously, a new Wolfenstein as well. So there's stuff, but it does look a little bit sparse at this point for releases this year. Um, it'll be bolstered by the annual franchises that we often pick up. You know, I mean, F1's going to be uh, one that I'm going to want day one because I always do because I've got a steering wheel and those games are great. Um, yep. Other than that, yeah, not not really. It's kind of time to delve back into the back catalogue at this point and kind of find the fun in smaller titles, I think. That's kind Get of where we are. Get them sales up, buddy. That's what we need to do. 
Or <sighs> just a... play the games that we've got. Because there's given. so many. Still Hitman 2 to get through. I've got a lot of <sighs> VR to play. I mean... Yeah, there's, there's, there's countless games that I could be playing. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Hitman 2, Ori and the Blind Forest, and a lot of Xbox steering wheel racing. That's that's kind of my prescription for the for the coming weeks. Um, yeah, and then we'll just have to see how we get on uh, game night wise. I think we could do with a an injection of like a Bomberman or like you know some sort of quirky puzzler to kind of yeah man. go alongside Rocket League. Um, I know that once Funk comes back, the uh, the bulk of the game night party will probably be wanting to shoot again. Uh, so that's worth kind of yeah but um, in terms of uh, finances obviously Funk's got a few games to pick up that he's missed while he's been away but other than that no it's it's not looking particularly clogged up the old release schedule in the coming months we're safe for now buddy Gibbons it's a a full blown Gibbon nice so so there you are thanks very much for your questions Funk last of all uh, Trophy Addict says happy birthday man Thank you very much, Trophy. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's it's nice that uh, it's, it's kind of weird, isn't it? M- myself, yourself, and uh, the Octo Pizzle all have a birthday within like a fortnight of each other. So yeah, that's always quite nice. funny. We should probably do something, but game night. I mean, that's that's enough. It's, it's like three game nights on the trot. Yeah. Of uh, absolute depravity. So unfortunately, uh, yeah. buddy, I'm not going to be there this game night. Shit the bed. I know. It's well, obvi- like the Octopizzle and my youngest daughter have the same birth date. So I'm going to be uh, in Legoland, buddy. Well, somebody has to be, so uh, best of luck there. <laughs> best of luck there. <laughs> Give us. I will tell you all about it next week. I look forward to that. I'm staying in a pirate room? Of course you are. Like you do? Yeah. I'm well excited. I'm... I can't help but be mildly jealous you're talking to someone who, for their, uh, like, fucking fifth anniversary, went and stayed in the Explorer, the Arctic Explorer room at Alden Towers. So I uh, mean, that's just fun. I'm fucking with you, buddy. I'm right there. Yeah, mate. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 202 of the JFG podcast. It's been a right royal pleasure. It's been a romp. And uh, I've very much enjoyed it. It's been bright and breezy. Uh, thanks to everyone who's contributed this week and uh, and maybe listened or uh, been on the old stream or or whatever in whatever it's way been you've about, supported you know, us. Thanks yeah. for being here. Thanks for being here, buddies. You can find us on uh, the JFGpodcast.co.uk, uh, newly uh, reinstated JFG Podcast website, and it's uh, the same. Seems quicker than it used to be, in my opinion. One quirky bug for some reason on episode 199 the 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 png or jpeg just doesn't load and i've re-uploaded it several times and it won't have it <laughs> that's really weird so, fuck it i thought you know what i don't care i was certainly very briefly thrown by the uh the back-end wordpress update as i tried to work out how to post an episode uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple of weeks ago <laughs> but i got there buddy i got I there like, this will fuck him up I'm, 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 I'm capable of working out the back end of WordPress, thankfully. Um, yeah, that'll do. Something that a child could probably also ma- manage. 
Um, so yeah, that was good. But uh, yeah, no, it's all good. It's flowing quite nicely. So uh, yeah, yeah. Gibbons budding. So uh, yeah, I suppose we'll fuck off now and uh, maybe play some games. Not sure what we do, but uh, either way. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll, of course, be back next week, as we always are. Uh, Until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to twitch.tv forward slash the JFG podcast to mixer.com, aka beam.fuckingpro. We've got a PS4 community you can join. Just search the JFG podcast on there. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We'll catch you next time.